I came across this article earlier on Facebook that triggered me enough to the point where I had to share the article on my page and do a full episode about it. And it was a topic that I hadn't even thought of for a good while now. It's something that they've been talking about doing for for years and years and years. And it just never saw the light of day. And what I'm talking about is there was a there was an article. I can't remember which page it was, but they were talking about how to basically reboot the Terminator series with The Rock starring as the Terminator. I remember I was telling somebody on Facebook when they commented on my post. I remember when this was in the works, supposedly, this was back when The Rock actually had hair, you know, before he shaved all this shit off and just went straight up commando in every single movie he's in. And I actually, back in the day before The Rock was like doing a lot of sillier roles, I was actually down for it. I'm actually still down for it, obviously, because that's going to be like one of the main focal points of this entire episode. And honestly, I'm going to be real, man, like the Terminator movies, this the, the history of this franchise is not the greatest. And it's, it's really sad because it had potential to be one of the best action franchises ever, you know, action sci fi franchises ever made just off the the first movie alone and i know it's not the best history like these these movies are really hit or miss for people they either really love them or they really hate them and you know the the first terminator movie basically you you're not going to top that and the crazy thing about that is while the first terminator movie it is dated you know, some of the practical and uh, special effects in it are dated, but the movie's still a classic. You can't take away the, from the fact that it's a classic. Now, I don't know the ins and outs of how people said James Cameron stole the idea from somebody and this, that, and the other. It was a lot of, um, a lot of speculation about that whole storyline and him just snatching it from somebody else and it being based on this and it being based on that. He said, she said, I don't really give a shit. The movie's classic and I always say, you know, uh, what's the saying? Imitation is the the biggest form of flattery or something like that. It, it, the saying goes something like that. So I just that's how I you know I put that in context with what people say about him stealing that idea or whatever. As far as the second movie goes, you're definitely not going to top that action wise. The only movie I have ever seen top that or even get close to not even top it, but get close to terminator 2's action scenes is bad boys 2 and that way i'm talking about like long drawn out action sequences highway sequences you can't get any better than terminator 2 i don't care who you get in it you're not going to top that movie ever and i feel like they've been trying to top terminator 2 ever since and they fail miserably at it when they try to do that that's one of the reasons why i think terminator 3 suffered because they didn't even really you know they tried to top it but you, you you just couldn't do it and you removed Edward Furlong as John Connor Nick Stahl is just no replacement as John Connor you had Claire Dames in there and she got way more due than uh Bryce Dallas Howard did as the character of Catherine Brewster but even though Claire Dames got more due I just don't I don't buy her in a Terminator movie Arnold was pretty watered down it was it just wasn't 
it wasn't good for me anyway. Now, Terminator Salvation is probably my second favorite sequel in the series because it's so underrated. They were on the right track. It's got a good tone. You and we actually got what we were waiting for as far as the war, but you know, because it was PG 13 and people said Christian Bell was trying to shake the Batman voice and they didn't like Sam Worthington and this, that, and the other, you can't have a Terminator movie without Arnie. You can't do it. So that shit, I, I don't know if it was a box office bomb, but people didn't respond to it well at all. I actually love the fucking movie all around in and out, whatever. But you know, it just goes to show you can have a, you know, the sequel Terminator Genesis the fifth movie in the series just goes to show you can have a Terminator movie with Arnold Schwarzenegger in it and it can still be a piece of shit. Now, while three was weak for me, Terminator Genesis was just trash truck juice. Like y'all know, you know, when you when you clean like a grease trap or something like that at, at like a restaurant. I don't know if anybody's has worked in restaurants before, but when you have to clean that grease trap, people know exactly what I'm talking about. That is what Terminator Genesis was for me. They didn't. You know, it was supposed to be a soft reboot of this, a sequel to that. And they just fucked up the timeline once again, when all they had to do was basically follow the timeline from uh, Terminator Salvation, which was on the right track. You only had to make two more movies after that. Then, boom, you buy the box set with all six movies. But, yeah, um, Genesis was garbage. And recently we got terminator dark fate now i was just telling someone else who hadn't seen the movie without spoiling it i said terminator dark fate is a direct sequel to t2 and while it is a sequel to t2 it fucks up the timeline once again because it you know it just completely destroys something really important like the, not even really it is the main factor of Terminator 2 basically in my eyes and you just completely destroyed that in the first few minutes of the movie and you know the movie was cool but it does have a shit ton of flaws so I feel like with the way that this timeline is and the way this continuity is the time for a reboot of this series is now it has to happen now Linda Hamilton has already publicly stated that they just had the article a few days ago they dropped it online and they said that she said she really doesn't care if she doesn't do another terminator movie and i'm cool with that because her you know nothing against linda hamilton i love her as an actress i love her in the terminator movies i even love her in dante's peak a lot of people forget she was in dante's peak back in like 96 or 97 i love linda hamilton but some of her line delivery in terminator dark fade was just cringeworthy it's, it's just like she was just literally saying it just to, just because it was on paper and she just wanted to get it over and done with like she seemed very tired and withered not even just in in age or her character going through the shit that her characters has gone through but just in general like she just seemed like she did like part of her did not want to be there 100 percent no whether she was next to arnold or not and if she doesn't come back then i can't really say i was that invested in the in um I can't remember the girl's name, Dan Danny Ramos. I can't say I'm completely invested in her character enough to to want to follow her in sequels to come. I know the twist was what it was for her, but you know, I I wasn't I wasn't that into her character. Like she's no she's no Sarah Connor. So if Sarah Connor's gone and Arnie's getting up there in age, yeah, it's it's time to just it's time to go back to the drawing board and just get back to the roots of what terminator was and 
honestly, for me, let let like let's keep it a bean here, y'all. Terminator was a sci-fi horror movie. The Terminator, the original 1984 movie. So I feel like if we get a reboot, it needs to be sci-fi horror. I don't need all the the directors of Deadpool and the directors of this and that. I don't need them coming in doing all this extravagant nanotechnology you know fucking cg extravaganza like i don't need all the extra shit i don't if they were to go back to the drawing board and do a terminator reboot a a straight up reboot i'm talking like set it in 1984 same plot and everything i'm fine with that i'm i feel like we need to pull back a little bit because we're you know we're we're we're, you know overwhelming people with the the like the explosions are fine but when all you're getting is spectacle in a movie that didn't even really start like that, it, it's it starts to get tired after a while. That's one of the things I you know about Terminator Genesis. Like y'all tried too hard to make it so super CG and super teched out. And John Connor, every time you hit him, there were nanobots, nanomites, whatever, regenerating him back together. His blood was nano nanomites for God's sakes. Like you don't have to do all that. So I feel like get it back to horror get it back to sci-fi because like terminator i swear on everything i love was a slasher movie there are parts in the movie that are scary like the the movie i think is on amc's 100 scariest movie moments because people know what it is the whole entire tone of that shit is like a straight up slasher movie the terminator arnold was relentless he was intimidating he wasn't cracking jokes he still had his balls in that movie i mean they they kind of softened him up a little bit because he didn't kill in terminator 2 but he was still intimidating it was part three where he started to get silly so i feel like not only get back to the roots of that but also do what terminator salvation set out to do and when i say that i mean terminator salvation was literally after judgment day and it was like a desolate looking future i forgot the specific year it took place but you could see that they were at war with skynet like literally at war everything was just it it looked like mad max but you know the the whole cinematography of it was just like gray it was dark and gray it looked like the earth was just completely dead because of what the you know what skynet did with these machines and they were on the right track for that, man. This is why I hate these fucking whining ass, you know, some of the fans out there just whine so much to the point where the studios actually listen to them. And that was a dumbass idea to just retcon Terminator Salvation because all they were going to do was part four was going to be, you know, the beginning of the war or not even the beginning. But from what we see, part five would have just had to been, you know, um, it basically had to be a filler sequel part five could have been you know some character development here and there and some crazy ass action and just classic terminator shit part six is when you actually show the t-800 killing john connor john connor sending uh reese back in 1984 before then then boom you buy the box set all you had to do was star wars this bitch out you know except these weren't prequels these were you know uh sequels all you had to do was make them sync up like everything had to be synchronized first three movies the last three movies everything was on the right track that's exactly what they need to do though they need to they need to have a plan like as far as a reboot two movies after and the future of the series to cap this shit off it has to be some type of lay of the land some type of blueprint for this series to work um 
as far as who I would get to write a Terminator reboot, the first person that came to mind, I actually thought, I'm not going to lie to you, I actually thought of the Coen brothers who did No Country for Old Men. And that's only because there is a lot of, not really slow burn, but there's a lot of dialogue scenes between Reese and Sarah Connor that go on for for quite some time. And the Coen brothers are good at that kind of shit. Like they're good with dialogue amongst two people. And it's it's kind of suspenseful. They just know suspense and No Country for Old Men felt like a horror movie as well. So I, they were the first person people that came to mind. But the one person that I was like, you know what? He understands the sci-fi shit and horror is J.J. Abrams. And I thought of him because I'm like, OK, he knows horror for Cloverfield and he knows sci-fi for Cloverfield and for the Star Trek shit that he was behind. And I, I think J.J. Abrams would be perfect to write it because he's he's one of those guys that he can write action he can also direct action too but he can write it he can write suspense he can write humor like all these things he's a he's a real versatile writer now who i would have directed i can't remember the first name that came to mind but then i remember the episode i was doing and actually scrapped a couple days ago and this guy's name had popped up in that episode and this guy's name had popped up today. And I'm like, what the fuck am I thinking? This is the only person I would want to uh, to direct a Terminator reboot is Neil Blomkamp. Neil Blomkamp is the guy who directed District 9. He directed Chappie, um, Elysium. He's got some, um, I think he's got like a sci-fi series or something like that online somewhere. I really can't remember. I think somebody sent me like a trailer for it or something advertising it i really gotta catch up on this guy's work and i would actually i would throw him a bone and have him direct it because neil blomkamp is one of those guys i feel like people aren't don't really give him the credit he deserves we do not appreciate this guy as a visionary director the way we should like district nine i haven't seen Chappie and i haven't seen elysium but this guy's style of shooting and his vision for these worlds that he creates these films that he creates on screen is just insane man and i i would do it just as a uh you know as a token of my appreciation and let them know like listen i'm one of those people that wanted you to do alien 5 and i feel like you got bullied out of doing the project because somebody was in i'm not saying no names really scott somebody was intimidated by you know the work you were going to do with the with the alien series I'm one of those people who would also say, you know, you were supposed to be a part of, a, um, if I'm not mistaken, he was supposed to be a part of the RoboCop direct sequel. And this this is shit that he, is up his alley. Like, I feel like he would bring something to Terminator that we haven't even seen, like not even in the first two movies. But that is my go to guy for for directing it. I, it. It would be like a tone that we've never seen in a Terminator movie, and I'm, I'm almost sure he would get the horror shit down pat, plus I like the way this guy, the way he, he uh, has his effects done, and like I said, just his visionary style of shooting, we need to give that man, Mr. Blomkamp, his flowers while he can still smell them, because he's definitely underrated, and he's like one of the best um, visionary directors of this generation, people just don't, you know, for some reason, they look past it, we'll, we'll, um, we'll realize his, uh, his skill set sooner than later, hopefully, now, as far as the casting goes, of course, The Rock would be the perfect T-800. I, I thought of it would be like him when he was in the movie Faster 
because he was just like a stone cold killer and that he was doing what he had to do but i would want to see it like on steroids basically you know the rock is intimidated and even in this he can have a silly role like in jumanji or um not the tooth fairy that was vin diesel i think it was like the pacifier or something like that he can have these silly roles and do voiceovers for moana and all these other animated things but the rock people will never forget that the rock will fuck shit up where need be and he does that even in silly movies you know he did that in rampage he has a scene where he's just choking people out and whooping ass because that's what the rock does so him as terminator definitely i wouldn't want you know, I wouldn't, you know, somebody said that they would want to see him and Arnold go head to head. I, I don't, I don't know about all that. I wouldn't even want Arnold anywhere near a, um, a Terminator, uh, reboot because I feel like it should just completely stand on its own. I, I wouldn't even really want him in a cameo and that's nothing against him, but I just feel like so much time has passed that if we're going to go back to the drawing board, let's not take anything away from the new creative process basically is what i'm trying to say if that makes any sense but um yeah so the rock for t800 he's got my vote for sure he always he always had since they announced the news um who's next uh sarah connor this is now i hope nobody's pissed off at this casting these are people that just popped in my head like almost right away but i did think about it a little bit now sarah connor you could easily cast a, a big name young actress that's up and coming and blah 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 all the glamour and glitz and all that shit i'm very weird with my um i'm very weird with my casting so i think that sarah connor should be played by imogen poots i know i know that's um I know that's a little strange for people, but um, I, for one, I would love to see Imogen Poots get redemption after. And it's not that she's a bad actress, but I would like to see her get redemption after that movie, that reboot of Black Christmas. I, She was literally the only thing keeping me from turning that movie all the way off and not even finishing it and plus i like her toting a shotgun when she's in a uh, green room if anybody hasn't seen green room it's a fucking awesome awesome movie man please watch it i can't remember who directed it but it stars her anton yelkins in it r.i.p shout out to him uh patrick stewart's in it it's a good fucking movie but i would cast imogen poots because she's just got that she's got that wholesome quality that sarah connor had like that innocence that sarah connor had she didn't know she was the mother of the future and she didn't even want to embrace it i feel like uh imogen poots could definitely be that that quaint type of you know i i didn't ask for this i don't want it type of version of sarah connor because i i, I didn't dislike amelia clark as her in um you know as sarah connor in terminator genesis i think she looked a lot like a, a young Linda Hamilton, but she just didn't have the she didn't have a bad assery to be Sarah Connor 100 percent for me. That that and um, I feel like Imogen Poots would make a dope transformation as the movie goes on. Like she would go from that, you know, mousy, scared type of waitress that's kind of like a loner. She doesn't seem very popular in the first movie to you know, saying the line, you're terminated fucker at the end and actually killing, getting rid of uh, the T-800, like the exoskeleton. So I, that's who I would cast as a uh, 
as Sarah Connor. As far as as far as Kyle Reese goes, it man, it hurts to talk about man because I had so much, uh, I had so much, um, like. I had so many expectations is what I'm trying to say. And Anton Yelkin, you know, playing John Connor in Terminator Salvation was perfect. He was perfect in that role. Now, Michael Bain will forever be Kyle Reese. We know that. But I don't think you could have picked a better person to play a young Kyle Reese because Anton Yelkin was he he had his moments of badass in that movie. But he also had his moments where he it lets you know he was still just a kid. You know, he was a teenager in that movie. But compared to uh, Sam Worthington characters, uh, his his character, Marcus Wright, Marcus Wright was schooling him. Like Kyle Reese was basically picking up on the shit that he applied in the first movie. You know, when he was a lot older, when he had to travel back in time, all the shit he was doing and shit that he like skills and, you know, knowledge he acquired over the time of the war. And. The person that gives me Anton Yelkin vibes on screen altogether is who I would have play Kyle Reese, and that's Tom Holland. No bullshit. I, I know Tom Holland is, you know, of course he's Spider-Man now. That's the role that he's going to forever be known for. Every time people look at him, they're going to be like, that's Spider-Man. I get it. But I think somewhere in there, man, Tom Holland has got that mean streak inside of him because he's too nice. You know, he's too nice of a guy. Even in his interviews, he's goofy as shit. He's silly as all hell. And he's just down. He seems like he's pretty down to earth. And he's, he seems like he's a fan of everybody he's around. But I'm telling y'all, in, in somewhere in, in that, uh you know, that bewildered, surprise look on his face that innocent look that he has on his face half the time that laughter is it, there's a Kyle Reese in that guy somewhere man and I think that would be like a like kind of a breakthrough role for him because we haven't seen I mean at least I haven't unless I missed a movie or something I haven't seen Tom Holland you know have a role where he gets to be that guy you know um, come with me if you want to live type of dude like a survivalist basically and just, you know kind of scruff him up a little bit put him in a trench coat have him sawing off shotguns and doing all this shit making uh you know making pipe bombs i would love to see that shit i'll be front and center if i could see that now i know kyle reese and sarah connor and the t-800 are basically it's the movie centered around them they get most of the scenes but i did think of some casting for the you know the other players that were in the movie like ginger matt that's um if anybody doesn't remember who those characters were in the first Terminator, that Ginger was uh, Sarah's roommate, the girl that's making the big ass sandwich, and she's like drumming with celery while she's got the uh, the headphones on, while her boyfriend's getting shit beat out of him by Terminator, literally getting his ass beat to death. That's Matt, and also thought of some casting for Lieutenant Traxler, who was played by Paul Winfield before. Um, his partner, the asshole dude, Ed, who was originally played by Lance Henriksen and Dr. Silberman. I can never remember this actor's name, but he's like the only guy other than Arnold to appear in like more than one Terminator movie. Three, actually. He was in, uh, his, they last showed him in part three, which was, a uh, he had a funny ass scene because he just got the hell out of Dodge. But who I would cast for Ginger, the first chick that came to mind, because Ginger was always like, she reminded me like a punk rocker. She reminded me of either Jim or one of the Misfits. I don't know if anybody, I'm showing my age again. My sister used to watch this cartoon called Jim. And the shit was so, like the animation was so crazy. And the designs for these for these female characters in the, in the cartoon was so insane that I started picking up on the shit myself. So Ginger's character in the original Terminator always reminded me of one of those characters from Jim. But... 
I would have Bex Taylor Claus play her. First actress that thought or that I thought of off the rip, like hands down, nobody else. I am one of those people that think Bex Taylor Claus should be pushed more into the mainstream movies and we should take Ruby Rose out. I'm sorry, but those I don't know why I make those comparisons. I don't know if it's the short hair thing, but I love the energy that this girl Bex Taylor Claus has. She was in uh she was like one of the only reasons I wanted to keep up with the Scream TV series she was in. And I actually I mean I stopped watching it once I knew that the new one was gonna be a reboot and they just had two seasons for nothing, so I wasn't gonna invest my time into it. But she was literally the best character on that show. Um, when I was trying to get into it, she's in Hellfest. Her energy in that movie's crazy. She's all over the place. She like, she's just spunky. So that's exactly what the gender character was. Now, as far as Matt, I didn't know who to cast as him because the guy I don't even remember the original actor's name. Um, but I would cast somebody like Dakri Montgomery, who played Jason. Um, you know, Jason from the Power Rangers reboot. And I, I don't know. I know Matt gets killed. He only has like a couple scenes in the first movie, but I don't know. That's the only person I could think of because the guy who played Matt in the first one, he is a physically fit guy. And I didn't want to pick anybody who was already like super seasoned in the movies and just have like a super big name behind it. So I picked Dagger Montgomery because he's a he's a physically fit guy. He's a pretty big guy for his, you know, for him to be so young. He had to be a Power Ranger for God's sake. So of course he's in shape. But you have to have him, somebody that thinks they can go up against the rock and he ends up getting beat to death. So that would definitely be funny as shit to see. Lieutenant Traxler, I would cast, you know, I had to Paul Winfield's OG got rested. So I'm pretty sure he passed away. Um, if he didn't, that's my fault. But I'm almost certain Paul Winfield is no longer with us. But I had to think of an OG black veteran actor who's a steal because yeah, Terminator, I, you know, it was a big movie back in the day, but Paul Winfield, for me, was 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 a casting steal because he's an OG, man. He's been around for a long time, and I would definitely have Forrest Whitaker play Lieutenant Traxler because Forrest Whitaker can be intimidating. He's like, he's like, he, he spit that game, man. He spits that knowledge. He spits that knowledge, and he was one of the ones that was actually, you know, he wasn't buying the shit that Kyle Reese was saying, you know, the futuristic this and the futuristic that, but he did have sarah connor's back you know he was the one that was on the payphone with her and was like listen i need you to go to a crowded area and protect yourself at all times or whatever he said and traxler was letting off machine guns and shit in that police station shootout so i would love to see forrest whitaker um you know grab a machine gun and try to stop the rock when he breaks into a police station just has a crazy ass shootout i would love to see that forrest whitaker would be definitely the og presence on set as far as Ed, the character played by Lance Henriksen in the original, I was thinking of somebody. Lance Henriksen was he was a, he was a smart ass. He was he was real good at popping off at Lieutenant Traxler, but that was his right hand man, and he still was riding for him at the end of the day when uh, Traxler got shot. I mean, Ed ends up dying in the police shootout. T eight hundred just blasts them all up, but the fact that he was a smart ass, you know, he's got lines in the movie where uh, Paul Winfield's character is like, you know, how do I look and Ed's basically like like shit boss and then like he just he's got like asshole lines but he is this this cop that takes himself very seriously and I would have none other than Rob Corddry play him because Rob Corddry is the best person to ever play an asshole in like a comedy or something like that just on almost on screen he's one of the top five dudes who can just be the most likable asshole on screen he will say 
any and everything to piss you off, but he'll still have that moment of redemption where you're just like, you know what? I can hang around this dude. Like I can have a drink with this dude because he's cool as shit. Rob Corddry would definitely bring the humor, like Lance Henriksen did in the in, you know in the couple scenes that he was in, in the original movie. And lastly, I didn't know who I would have cast Doctor Silberman. I I almost said J.K. Simmons, but then I forgot J.K. Simmons was um he was actually in terminator genesis and i thought he was going to be playing dr silberman but i think he plays a different character yeah he plays a cop the a, a retired cop or something like that he was the one that saw um the t the t-1000 kyle reese and sarah connor back in 1984 and then when they flash forward he's an adult now he's an, he's an older man and he, he's like yo i've seen you guys somewhere before and I do. I didn't want any tie-ins to any of the Terminator movies. No cameos, no nothing. And I, it took me a while. But the only person I could think of to play Doctor Silverman would be Brian Cranston. And I don't. I don't know why. I think it's just because I watched The Upside recently. And Brian Cranston, you know, he 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 can either he can either carry a film, he can act alongside with somebody, or. He can be in a movie where he's barely even in it, like Godzilla or, you know, he fucking played Zordon in um, in Power Rangers, which was another casting steal. Like you had somebody like a high caliber actor like Brian Cranston playing a face in the wall, basically. And he he was uh he was treating that shit like it was just like it was any other film he was in which is so fucking dope on his behalf because it just goes to show what type of caliber actor he is he's like listen i know this was a childhood tv show and it's a childhood property and all this other stuff but i'm gonna treat this like you know like i'm going for an oscar and he made zordon like he, it wasn't nothing funny really about him except the fact that you know he he didn't have faith in the rangers at some point and just almost kicked him out the damn command center but i would have him play dr silberman because he's really brian cranston seems like he could get away with um he could get away with uh you know almost patronizing people when they talk um kind of believe in them when they talk and just just you know how dr silberman asks questions when he's asking kyle reese like yeah so these uh these hks now what did you say they're doing again in the future like he's he's a smart ass but he's he wants to know what's going on i feel like brian cranston could definitely balance that that character out perfectly as you know as far as the rest of the cast and i didn't take the time out to to uh really tackle that because the rest of them are just like people just that are in the way you know the woman that gets killed in the beginning the the, the first sarah connor that gets killed sarah's mother and uh all the other you know the punks that are in the beginning that get killed r.i.p bill paxton because he was one of them yeah i didn't i didn't go as far as to cast like you know uh or fan cast the other supporting actors that'll come to me maybe in a later episode but that's basically who i who i would have a part of it if i was in charge of a terminator reboot now one other thing that is so important they would have to do with this series and as much as i love terminator salvation they would have to make this reboot rated r r r mateys you would have to have it rated r terminator one was bloody it was vicious there's actually scenes of gore in it you know, they don't go overboard with it, but that movie is insanely vicious, man. 
Like in the beginning, Arnold punches fucking uh, Brian Thompson's heart out. Yes, Brian Thompson, who plays Shao Kahn, is actually the goon in Terminator One who gets his fucking heart pulled out. Bill Paxton's in it too, and I don't know who the other guy is. Like this shit starts off bloody. The scenes where he's like doing the, you know, cutting himself up in the bathroom, and his, you know, he cuts his eye, his his uh his, you know, his his pupil out of his fucking eye. And, you know, he's he's messing with the, the mechanics inside of his wrist. The movie is nasty. It's got some nasty moments, man. Shout out to, I think Stan Winston was behind that, man. RIP shout out to Stan Winston. But you got to go back to a rated R. You got to go back to it being bloody and vicious. You have to go back to practical effects. Yes, the Terminator had, the first movie had some stop animation. It had some, uh... You know, some of the set was even built. They even used miniatures is what I'm trying to say. They use miniatures for a, a, a few shots, uh, mainly one of the sh one of the scenes at the end where Terminator's driving that that uh, oil tanker and it crashes in, you know, in that downtown area or wherever the hell it's at and it explodes. Those are miniatures. You have to you can't rely so much on CG, man. And it's one of the reasons why I didn't. That's one of the biggest problems, not the biggest, but it is a big problem I had with Terminator Genesis. CG is fine, but when that's all you got, then like, come on, man. Like, be, like I, I and it's PG-13, so you can have bullet wounds and no blood. No, we, we ain't doing that around these parts. This shit needs to be R. Rated R, blood, cursing, sex. Well, only one sex scene. That was a uh, that was a uh, ginger and Matt. Yeah, they had the only sex scene. Uh, oh, actually, I'm tripping. They didn't because there is that scene with uh, with Kyle Reese and um, Sarah Connor. That's the fuck how, you know, John Connor was conceived. But the last thing I would do before I wrap this episode up with a Terminator reboot, and this is just as another token of appreciation, what I would do is as far as a producer, I honestly would not have James, Cam James Cameron on board for it. And I'm going to tell you all why, because James Cameron gave me so much faith when I found out he was like endorsing and he was like backing and giving praise to Terminator Genesis, he gave this movie so praise. And I don't know if he had only seen like the first 15 or 20 minutes of the movie, which is the only, which are the only decent parts for me, but the rest of the movie, I, I don't know if he saw the theatrical version that, that, that we all saw because the way he stood behind this shit, it's like, listen, this is kind of this is kind of defying a lot of shit that you that you uh you set in stone for for your own series and even him back in or uh executive producing however he was involved with uh, the last terminator dark fate the movie was okay it was okay it was better than the, the movie we got prior to it but i feel like james cameron it's kind of how i feel about and this is no disrespect to him but it's kind of how i feel about ridley scott and uh you know james cameron and rest in peace toby hooper definitely no disrespect to him but when they get behind these movies that they were once a part of when they get behind these sequels or direct sequels i don't know what they're actually what they're rooting for because a lot of these movies go off the deep end so i don't know if they do it just for promotional purposes or if they do it just because they're getting a check i don't know but no disrespect to james you know i don't know maybe but if he wasn't a part of it i would be perfectly fine with that what i would do who i would have produced this movie just as a token of my appreciation and a big thank you for making terminator salvation and understanding where you were going with the story is mcg mcg out who directed terminator salvation and he also directed uh, charlie's angels and charlie's angels full throttle i would have him produce the movie just to show him like listen man 
I I know what you were trying to do. I see what you did. I, I appreciate that sequel. You know, my second favorite sequel. I love the way it looks. I love the way it's directed. It's got, I don't know how many tracking shots are scattered throughout the series. It's got a crazy ass tracking shot in the beginning where Christian Bell jumps into a, um, into a helicopter and they don't cut away from it. Like when he's, when he crashes and he's trying to crawl out. I can't remember when they actually transition to the next shot, but Again, I don't know how many tracking shots are in the Terminator series, man, but I, I love the way that the movie's directed. And I feel like McG having a say-so with Neil Blomkamp having full creative control, that's that's some powerhouse shit right there, man. That's something I would dream to see on screen. And that's basically like, I feel like if, if I could get this made with everything, all ingredients that I just put into a Terminator reboot, like a, a clean slate reboot, that is a reboot of the first movie. You know, if I can get all of these ingredients, I'd be a happy camper. I'm not going to be one of those people that complain, oh my God, it hasn't even been 10 years and they're rebooting the series already. Nah, the time is now. This shit, it's, it's time, you know, it's time for this series to, to stop where it's at. Because honestly, I don't know where, where can you go after Terminator Dark Fate, you know, without even convoluting this plot any more than it's already been. Terminator is one of those uh, things, it's one of those properties that when you, if I actually sit and think about the continuity and think about this storyline, my head has a probably like a 75% chance of exploding the more and more that I think about this shit because it's a lot of it doesn't make sense and we've just ran with it for a lot of years but you know there are good films on top of the fact that some of this shit doesn't make sense now these movies are not without plot holes at all but with as far as part one two and salvation go they are awesome I will say that, and I do feel like this this reboot is um it's in need of some uh, some new blood, man, some fresh air, and I would be all in favor of it. I would, you would not hear a complaint out of me. I would like the Rock. Somebody somebody call him, Mr. Dwayne Johnson. If you are listening to this, I'm gonna tag you in this uh in this episode too, man. Hope I'm tagging everybody whose name I mentioned if they have uh Instagram accounts when I post this episode because y'all need to make this happen man I don't know who needs to talk to Neil Blomkamp or whoever has the you know the right to terminate if you need to talk to James Cameron and get his seal of approval this shit needs to happen now it needs to happen now I don't want to wait another 20 years for another Terminator sequel that's cool like I'm fine because just because the last one didn't have a bad taste uh, you know didn't leave bad taste in my mouth like Genesis did but I do feel like we need to we need to get this ball rolling with this series because, you know, like I said, Linda Hamilton has stated she doesn't really care if she doesn't come back. Arnold, he doesn't have to do these movies. This guy doesn't have to do any movies anymore. And as much as people would probably want to see him in a cameo or do another one, I think it's time to pass that torch. And who better to pass it to than Dwayne The Rock Johnson, man? And the other people that I mentioned in it. I feel like that cast is you know, magnifique in my eyes. I'm pretty sure people, you know, agree to disagree, but whatever. That's what we do as, you know, movie critics and people with opinions in this world and shit like that. So that pretty much wraps it up, man. Make the Terminator reboot happen, y'all. I don't know who ha who has to call who, but, you know, somebody can have their people call my people or call me directly. I'll start writing a script my damn self. It'll 
probably take a, a while because I'm not good at writing action. But damn it, if they gave me the job and cut me the check for it, you best believe I'm gonna make. A, I'm, I'm literally going to make a, another Terminator horror movie. We have not had that horror element in any of them since the first one. I mean, some of it was horror in uh, Terminator 2 because the T-1000 was basically a slasher himself. He was just murdering people, impaling them with a liquid sword. Shout out to RZA and the Wu-Tang Clan. But um, yeah, people, catch the podcast as a wrap it up on Anchor, Spotify, iTunes, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, Overcast, Pocket Cast, Breaker, Radio, Public. Shout out to Anchor for trying to get me out. Yo, I'm literally still waiting. I'm going to be patient. I'm going to be patient. I need I need I need this on more platforms, but shout out to Anchor for putting them on eight other platforms, man. They can't go wrong with that. Salute eight. I am literally almost at 300 spins, y'all. Like I I'm checking it like I said every single day. So, shout out to the listeners, man, the two the reviewers still pushing. Y'all are still like the fact that people take the time out of their day to actually listen to me talk about this shit is still insane man it gets more and more surreal every day so shout out to y'all uh follow me on facebook and instagram romero tudor follow the facebook movie group the cinemaniacs and yours truly romero tudor another episode of tudor reviews and the can people i'll check y'all on the next one